back once again. This is Jay Talent with the Rockford Register Star and rrstar.com. And this is a podcast, not just a game. Um, I'm popping in on my own here real quick to introduce what we've got coming up. I've got a couple of guests for this podcast. Um, we're transitioning from uh, one season to the next. So I've got... Uh, some folks that are going to help us do that. We've got Rockford Lutheran head basketball coach, Tom Guzzi, and his star point guard this year, Zach Darris, who led them to a 16-0 and season. Um, and, then, and we're going to talk to them about what the season was and what it could have been had there been a state tournament. But then we have also, we're bringing in Winnebago's Ethan Ackerman, young gentleman who had a, a lot of adversity to go through um, here of late, he was basically the star for Winnebago's boys basketball team, the leading scorer and rebounder. Um, and they were off to a fairly decent start. Um, but then he uh, was quarantined for sitting next to a, a kid who tested positive in school um, and was quarantined for the last two weeks of the season missed out on the postseason tournament with his team um just tough time for the senior um luckily he's also a star football player came out of quarantine just in time for football practice to start for the winnebago indians so we're going to talk to him as well to kind of help us to that transition phase um so let's jump right into it our conversation with these three guests for this this podcast and welcome back. This is Jay Taft with your sports podcast, Not Just a Game. We've been gone for a little while. We've been kind of busy, and uh, a couple of the guests that we have for this week are going to explain why we've been so busy. Um, we've had our sports back is the bottom line. Um, and one of the big sports that we just kind of raced through the season was the high school basketball season. And I'm sorry, but if you paid any attention to the high school basketball season, the story of the year was the Rockford Lutheran boys basketball team. Um, just the epitome of dominance this season. Um, it just every night out there, it was, it was impressive to watch. I got to watch, uh, a few games and watch them close out the big Northern conference tournament championship. What was that guys on Tuesday night? Tuesday. Um, so it's all fresh in our minds. I wanted to bring them back real quick. I want to talk about what it was, what this season was. I want to talk about what it could have been if we would have had a state tournament um, and, and look ahead a little bit. So, let me welcome head coach of the Rockford Lutheran Crusaders, Tom Guzzi, and this year's star senior point guard, Zach Darris. Gentlemen, say hello to everybody listening. Thanks for joining us. How's it going? Thanks hello. for having us, Jay. Excellent. It was, it was fun to watch this team. Um, Tom, you've had some fun teams over the years. What year was that when the last time we covered your team at State? Man, I want to say that was 2015, maybe 16. It was James Robinson, Nate Weeding, uh, Joe Kellen, Kellen, Ryan, Ryan Dolan. Wasn't one of the Andersons in there? Matt Anderson, yep. Timmy Kohler. It was a good group. 
good heavens. And you were deep like you were this year. You, it seemed like you could just run up and down the bench and grab somebody and they could go off for 20 for you. Um, let's open with that. How does this year's team, the one that Mr. Zach Darris was the field general for, kind of compare to that last great Lutheran squad that we saw make a run through the state tournament there? Tons of similarities. In fact, you know, uh, great guard play. Um, I think, it, you know, any high school basketball team, it, it all starts with guard play. If you don't have good guard play, you don't really have much of a chance. Um, we were a little deeper this year. There's no question about that. Um, but uh, as far as post presence and, and – but the style of play was very similar. It was, you know, get up and down the floor, um, try to outscore, but yet rely on defense every night. That's kind of your thing, isn't it? I mean, right. <laughs> I, I think all of your teams do that. I think if you had like six, seven footers, you'd still be fast breaking. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. But yeah. that's what we want to see, Zach. You must love running this offense. When did you start playing varsity for Tom? And give me an idea of what it's like to run that, that offense for him. So I started playing sophomore year. And uh, didn't start at first, and then I ended up starting about midway through at our State Farm Classic, and then from there I started ever since. And it's fun playing, you know, running up and down, playing defense, playing just running. That's fun for a guard. That's all. That's what you want. That's all you can ask for. He he didn't like me at first. Sure. Okay, you notice he said he didn't start his sophomore year right away. <laughs> I didn't give him a fair shake. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he didn't like you. As soon as you called him in and kept him in, he loved you. Um, yeah. But Zach, you've he's had the you guys have had deep teams every year, and I, that's also the thing. It's it's a run and gun kind of offense, and Tom Coach Guzzi likes to use a lot of players and, and keep the flow going like that. Um, so what, you know, talk to me about the, the couple of years leading up to this year, because you guys were kind of growing into yourselves. You were kind of figuring out who you were the last couple of years culminating with this year. Am I right? Yeah. So our sophomore year, it was kind of a, we had tons of guards in the team. It was a weird kind of mix and, you know, the seniors, we haven't really played with the seniors. We were sophomores, and everyone kind of played together. All the sophomores did. So that was sophomore year, we were kind of mixing everyone together. And once we kind of got a, you know, gel together, it was coming together a little bit. But once our junior year came around, we had chemistry with the junior guys that were seniors then, and it kind of took off from there. I'm, I'm trying to think back, Coach. Was there – you were pushed a couple times this year, right? Yeah, we, you know, in that championship game, it was a, it was a close game there in the fourth quarter and went on about a 10 or 12 0 run and that kind of iced it with about four minutes to go. And then earlier in the year uh, against Dixon, um, it was a one or two point game going into the fourth and again, pulled away late. Otherwise, uh, there weren't a two lot of real close games this year, which, uh, you know, it's a testament to how deep we were. I think the mass played a part too. You know, if you're deep, you know, when you're wearing masks, being deep is a huge benefit. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and being in shape kind of helps too. Um, but the mask can can take some of that out of there. Zach, what was it like dealing with um, all the different COVID nineteen 
things you had to deal with, including the masks, um, the different protocols. Did you guys have any games lost this year because of COVID or no? I don't think, no, we didn't have any games. No, no we didn't lose any games, no. but uh, it was definitely hard playing with the masks on. It's definitely a challenge when you're running up, like our style that we play, running up and down the court with the mask on. I remember a couple of people said, you know, the Lutheran team, I don't know how they're going to do this year, but I mean, we still did the same thing we always do with the mask. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was, what do you think is going to, you're going to remember the most when you, when you look back at this year, Zach? Um, uh, we were 16 and 0. Yeah. To be honest. I mean, 16 and 0 undefeated my senior year. That's definitely one of the, and the masks. It's kind of a weird year. Thousand points. Thousand points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Knock that one it. off too. I forgot about that. That was early in the season, wasn't it? Um, Tom, what about, I mean, this was basically 16 and 0 is kind of like half a season, right? I mean, right. a normal season. Um, what, how did that work out for you? How does, how does it feel looking back on it now? Did it feel like a half a season where does it feel like um, you got everything out of it that you could anyways? Yeah, you know, it didn't feel like anything remotely like a normal season. I mean, just the start times and, you know, this guy texting me every other day, when we start and what's the latest news, you know, nothing felt normal, you know, and then when we got going and the game started, it was, you know, game, practice, game, game, practice, you know, not the normal flow where have a game, work on whatever it is you need to work on for two or three days and then get ready for the next game. It. It, you blinked and it was over. But as far as did we get the most out of it, I know we had a lot of fun. The, the kids had a lot of – these are easy kids to to have fun with. I mean, there's just no, no drama at all. I mean, they all care about each other, and, and it's a testament to our seniors, you know, guys like Zach. And But I think the thing I'll remember the most, I remember telling them before one of the games – you know, I, you asked me earlier, what was the year that we went? I can't, I get all the years mixed up and what guys are on what team. And I, for some reason, like I told these guys, I'll never forget this team and I'll never forget this year because it was so unique. So when anybody says, how good was that coronavirus team? Like, they were legit. You know, they were definitely legit. My gosh. I mean, we've had talks just, just you and I five, six different times throughout the season about, how good this team could have been if there would have been a state series. Um, you'll never know. Right. I mean, what can you do? Can you look around because e even the way they had it playing regionalized, you really didn't get a good look at what other teams are even out there this year. Right. Um, what, what can you say about how good this team could have been and statewide this year? Well, I'll tell you, I, you know, the first team that went downstate, um, 10 years ago, it was a 2A team. You know, it's hard to compare them against the 3A teams because we're not in 3A, but I compare them to the 2A team that went down and finished third. Mm -hmm. um, this team, to be honest with you, if we wouldn't have made a Final Four, we would have been very, very disappointed. Um, but so much has to still go your way. You know, you still at the ball, you have to have – you can't have a – well – that's what unique about this group. They were so deep. We could afford to have two or three guys have a terrible night because we got two or three more that, you know, the odds of, a, you know, all of them having a terrible night probably might not happen. Yeah. But uh, to be honest, and it's not trying to be arrogant, it's just being real. Um, they were definitely good enough to make it to a final four. And then when you get down there, 
anything can happen. But uh, I think last year we finished in the Sweet 16. Um, and, you know, yeah, we don't know exactly what the path would have been, but we would have been a really tough team to beat in 2A. No question. Boy, Zach, did you guys ever talk about that in the locker rooms before or after games or during this season just about – Oh my gosh, what could have been, you know? Yeah, I mean, it definitely was through our head a couple of times, you know. Definitely wanted to state or had to have state, but, you know, couldn't really do nothing about it. <laughs> we just try to keep our heads high. Definitely. What's on the horizon for, for Zach Darris? Give us a little take on what's next for you. I'm going to play college, uh, college basketball, but I don't know where yet, so – Okay. That's where I'm standing right now. All right. So the search is on. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you got some decent film, some decent <laughs> film from this. <laughs> um, Zach was able to do it a little bit of everything or a whole lot of everything, Tom, for, for you as a guard. Give us a quick take on what it's like to have a leader like that. Um, I don't know. There was a multiple games when he had, between five and seven threes, but he, but he might've been a better slasher than he was a shooter. You tell me. Yeah. You know, I, Zach's game speaks for itself. I mean, he's been a real good player. Once I finally got him to, to like me um, after that sophomore year, but you know, yeah, he can shoot it. He, he takes care of the ball. He, he'll not afraid to guard their best player. Um, but I think the most thing, the, the, the two things that stick out to me are, just his competitiveness. I mean, he's a competitor, can't stand losing, won't accept losing. Um, and then just the leadership that this year. What's that? Yeah. We had no problems there. <laughs> the, uh, but I look at, you know, a point guard has to do so much and it's, he was like having another coach out there. I mean, uh, there's times where, you know, teams go on a four, six point run and I see him calling out circle, which is our bread and butter. He knew, I was probably going to call that anyways, but he's out there calling circle. Let's go back to something we're familiar with. Let's get back to basics. And, and I didn't have to even yell it out because we were on the same page. And I, I've seen the progression with him. Um, and a lot of that is a contributed to just how hard he works. But uh, Eric Nystrom, if you remember Eric from last year, um, those two, uh, Eric and him were, uh, it was, you didn't know if they were practicing basketball in practice or if they were boxing I and mean, they were getting after each other. And I've seen, he's passed that along to Walter Hill and Walter Hill's going to be a much better basketball player and ready to take over that point guard position next year. Cause Zach has pushed him up. Here's what it takes to be successful at this position. You know, we, as coaches, we put a lot of, a lot of uh, responsibility on that point guard position to, to keep us in the flow and call the right calls out. Nice transition. How many seniors? I wanted to talk about Walt and some of the young ones and what Zach was able to do to help get everybody ready for the future. How many seniors were on this team? We have four seniors. So okay. with, okay. with Zach and Tyler, Logan and Foster, um, every, every, we're going to miss all four of our seniors. I mean, from leadership ability to just their being able to play the, the game the right way. And these four seniors have been playing ball together for how long? Like, Eight, eight or nine years. Um, they've been together a while, so that chemistry was there. Um, but, you know, I'll say this in front of him, you know, we're going to be really good next year. I think everybody knows that. We have a lot of young talent that these seniors 
showed tremendous leadership on what it means to be a teammate, what it means to, or how to go about winning, how you approach practice, um, and, and just to how to be a part of a team and, and a team that has goals. The goals are, you know, we, Zach will tell you, yeah, we like winning conference this year. That's the only thing we could do. But we talk about trying to win a state title every year, and that that's our ultimate goal. You know, winning a conference might be a part of that goal, but uh, these four guys are some of the better kids you'll ever meet and have done a great job mentoring the younger guys. Yeah, the conference was all you had this year. That's all they gave you. Yep, that's it. <laughs> didn't You didn't have to look too far to, to know who was the best in this conference this year, though. Um, right. Zach, what do you think of the younger guys coming up? We mentioned Walt Hill. Um, there's a, there's a few of them, Mr. Jones, there was a few of them that stepped up this year and showed that there's some promise for the future. Um, give us your take on, on those young, that younger group. Uh, they're for sure. They're going to be fine next year. They're definitely a good group of guys. They, uh, definitely know how to handle the ball. I mean, shoot, they got it all. Got height next year with Mike and uh, Donovan. So I think they'll be perfectly fine. Now, Walt, we'll be way better. Yeah, we'll, we'll be way, way better. better next year. <laughs> Walt, can Walt be uh, – Walt seems a little quieter than Zach. I would imagine even Zach as a freshman or sophomore was probably a little more vocal. Not really. <laughs> Not really, no. Okay. okay. Zach, Zach. I'm, I'm, uh, Zach. Zach's a unique one. Now, Walt – is definitely quieter. It doesn't mean you can't lead. Um, and I'll say this in, to you in front of him. He Monday night, he was getting his butt chewed out. Right? <laughs> and Walt was behind him, patting him on the back. And I even mentioned to Walt the next day, I'm like, I saw that. And that means a lot. That little stuff like that is, is leadership without being vocal. Mm -hmm. Um, so now would I want him to be more like Zach and be more vocal. Absolutely. And that's something that, Walt's got to work on, but uh, Zach's never been. Zach's never had a trouble being a leader. Yeah, I would imagine even as a little tyke. I don't. I don't recall him playing back then. Um, right. All right. Well, Zach, we're gonna get you back on when you decide which college you're going to, and you start tearing it up at the next level. All right, buddy. All right. Good all luck good. to you. It's been a lot of fun watching you do your thing. It really has. Appreciate it. And coach. I, you know, I look forward to seeing what's next. I mean, all it is, it's, there's, there's no rebuilds over there. It's just kind of reshape and roll. Um, and it's, it's going to keep being fun. And now we're going to get a full season. I can't imagine the excitement level for next year. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I, there's going to be a lot of people excited and, you know, there was, it was a different year, you know, only allowed 50 people in the gym. And I know a lot of people watched online, but uh, I think that's the big thing these guys missed out on more than anything is be able to play in front of their classmates and, and it playing in front of a packed house. So, um, but these guys definitely left a mark and their legacy won't be forgotten. No, it's, it was such a, such an odd year and, and to be able to come out and just, and go undefeated and kind of walk away with the feeling that you guys are walking away with. Um, it's just nice. A couple months ago, we had nothing going on, you know? So yeah. how cool is this? How cool is it? You know? Yeah. I remember we had a Friday night game and we were playing Sterling the next morning and I said, Hey, bus leaves at 8am. And I heard, Oh, I'm like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. <laughs> 
a few weeks ago, you would have been begging to get up early to go play a game. No, I don't want to hear that now. Yeah. And uh, they quickly stopped complaining. But, uh, no, you know, it, it was great to get something, but it, uh, overstated or it, bittersweet. I mean, bittersweet's the word that everybody's been using um, because I think that's the word that best describes this year. Yeah, definitely. It's it's goes for a lot of people. Um, but it's coming back and, and you guys helped us get through it a little bit, giving us some entertainment out there. At right. Least, at least me. Um, thank you, gentlemen. Tom Guzzi, head coach, Zach Darris, point guard, senior point guard. Um, next phase, we do not know yet for him. Um, Tom, we know will be back running the court with, a, with another fun team to watch next season. Guys, thanks a lot for coming on and talking. Thank you, and thanks for all the coverage this year. Appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. It was a ball. Um, we'll <laughs> we'll be back soon. Thanks, guys. We'll talk soon again. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Bye. Take right. care. And this is Taft. We are here with the sports podcast, not just a game. We have another great guest who's going to help us transition from this season, which we're just finishing up here, which included the high school boys basketball season, and it transitions right into the football season. Um, with all these, the, the sports are piling up one on top of the other and one right after another, um, but we're loving it. Um, one of the guests we're, we got this week is Ethan Ackerman of, of Winnebago. He's got a really cool story. Um, he's a stud basketball player and a great football player as well. So again, that'll help us with that transition. But Ethan went through some serious stuff here over the basketball season and had to miss out on his last couple of weeks because of the old quarantine, the big Q word. Um, Ethan, thanks for joining us. And I, I know it's been a rough little stretch for you, but I'd love to, I wanted to get your take on it. So thanks for sitting down with us, buddy. Thank you for having me. So flashback, I got, you know, you were having quite a basketball season and I know it was, the season was shrunken down. It was short and quicker than we're used to, um, but you were on quite a roll. Talk about the first month or so of the Winnebago boys basketball season. What was it like and how was it for you? It was definitely fun. I mean, we were all pretty in shock that we were playing. We were just trying to like get under the realization that we're, oh shoot, we're like actually playing right now. But I think we picked it up pretty well, but our record may not show it, but I thought we started coming together as a team and we just started working. Everybody just started getting better and it was, it was good. Boy, your game sure was coming around. 6'5", 220 pounds. Um, you playing that post pretty strong for Winnebago. I think he had 26 points uh, in the team's in the last win that you were a part of and then 22 points in the last game that you were in. And then the news came down. Um, what was it like the, uh, the, uh, the last week of the regular season? Was it? Um, no, we had one more game, one more game. Okay. Um, but I, I think you were told that you tested positive kind of walk us through that and what happened and how, you know, devastating that must have been for you. Or what happened was I didn't test positive. It was the classmate that I sat okay. next to. That's right. Apparently. <laughs> so then I guess it's kind of my teacher's fault that I was sitting too close to him. <sighs> That's kind of their fault to put the seating chart together and they put me too close to him. So I had to go to, I had to go home. So then they told me that um, day 
the day before of our senior night game against Lutheran. And they called me down and all year they've called kids down to the office. And we all knew, like everybody in the classroom knew it was for one thing, they were going home. Yeah. So then I got called and I was like, oh no. Oh, I was hoping, and then he said to bring all your stuff. And I was just hoping it was not to go home or they were going to tell me that I'm quarantining, but they told me and then told me it was for 14 days and I was missed the rest of the season. <sighs> I was just very shocked to hear that. And it was, and I was like, there's no way this is real. <sighs> I mean, the quarantine literally took you to one day after the postseason tournament, right? Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. I mean, the timing could not have been worse. Now, so you didn't actually test positive then, right? Nope. Okay. Um, And you never got sick, correct? Nope. Okay. But you had to stay locked down at home while your buddies were out finishing the season, huh? Yep. Give us an idea of what that was like. We can only imagine. Well, it wasn't too bad still getting to watch them, you know. could have been worse. Like, last year, if something like this were to happen, I wouldn't really be able to watch them, you know, live or anything. Because of the live streams, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't really be able to watch them, but it wasn't too bad, you know, watching them play and compete out there. So, still fun to watch them. Oh, boy. They're a different team without you. Um, you were the leading scorer, leading rebounder, um, and just a leader. Um, and that's just C- – Coach Joe Murphy says that's kind of how you've been the past couple years. Um, and it's just tough for a team to lose uh, a leader like that right at the end. Um, what What do you think you're going to remember the most about this season other than the finish? I don't know. How are you going to look back on this season in 10 years or something? Just that it was something special. Like nobody else is going to get to say that they did something like this or just anything, you know, because this was like, I hope, I hope once in a lifetime thing, you know, I I don't want to do this again or anything. So I don't want anybody else to go through it. So I hope this is just a once in a lifetime thing. You bet. Look back and say what I went through. And we got to play through all of it. Somehow we got to play, and that'll be a fun story to tell. It's quite a story. Oh, my goodness, quite a story. And then to top it all off, now you're those who know you and those who know Winnebago sports, you're also a very good football player. And, again, I might have mentioned 6'5", 220. Uh, that fits in real well on the football field. But you're a wide receiver and a defensive end now for the Winnebago football team, and you got out of quarantine – I think you said on Wednesday, and football practice started on what day? Wednesday. <laughs> so at least something worked out for you, right, Ethan? No, looks like. Yeah, what was that? What was that like to get out just in time to get at least get this next season started? It's definitely nervous. Not gonna lie, I'm missing practice because I know you have to have a certain amount in to play the first game, yeah. and definitely didn't want to miss any of that. So right. I was definitely excited to hear that first practice was the day I come back so yeah definitely excited to hear that yeah I bet everybody's just chomping at the bit to play some football now what has it been like at practices and around the locker rooms how excited are you guys to play some football now uh, I don't I don't think we've ever been any more excited to be honest and just this kind of year all this stuff we've been going the energy's been pretty awesome to be honest at practice and in the locker room everybody's just happy to be here and working and that practice everybody's going hard and just fun fun environment down here 
You bet. You bet. We can feel it over here, too. I'm just as excited as you guys. Now, I think a lot of the schools and a lot of the teams in Illinois are, are starting off this week with football. There's some games this Friday, the 19th, and Saturday, the 20th. But the Big Northern Conference has pushed it off an extra week to allow for all the basketball players and the, and the crossover athletes to get enough practices in. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So you guys still have a week and a half until your first games, right? 26th, I believe. Is our okay. First. Okay. Are you, is that enough time for Ethan Ackerman and are you going to be ready? I can, I want to play this weekend. <laughs> You're ready. You've been bottled up in your bedroom for two weeks, man. Just let him loose. Um, and last question, Ethan, thank you so much for doing this. You know, we just wanted to see how you're doing and get a take on what you've been through. And um, we really appreciate it, Ethan. What, what, you know, you're going on to Wisconsin Stout after this for your college and you, you're, you're going to play football, maybe basketball. So how does this next six weeks or so, how do you take this, this season, this, this uh, weird spring short football season? What do you do with this one? Do you use this to get you ready for college football? Yeah, I would definitely say so. Like, so last year I wasn't really the main guy. It was um, uh, my friend Cole Seeger. He was the main guy. So now this year I got – I want to show that I can do some pretty cool stuff, you know, show that I'm the main one. So It's going to be fun. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to get to get out there on the football field. And I'm just so glad you're back in the mix, Ethan. Um, it wasn't the same covering Winnebago basketball without you out there, buddy. So good to have you back. Thank you for joining me. Um, keep, keep safe and let's talk some football again soon. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Ethan. Ethan Ackerman of Winnebago.